Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. The Racing Wire Podcast Network presents SCCA Racing from Buttonwillow Raceway Park. This Cal Club Region Majors race was recorded live on January 15th, 2022. Welcome to the U.S. Majors Tour final race of the day here at Saturday, uh, the 15th of January, 2022. Cal Club of the Sports Car Club of America, U.S. Majors Tour, Andy Porterfield Memorial Races. Majors Tour races, these drivers could use this event as a stepping stone to the runoffs, depending on how they do. Our final race of the day here. Let's get to the qualifying order here. Your final row can be Fergus Fay on the outside in the nine car. He is from Boulder City, Nevada. On the outside is uh, Robert Edmondson. He did not uh, qualify, so if he is here today, he'll start back there in the uh, seventh row. Sixth row, Alan Lucart the third on the inside. Joe Schubert on the outside. Uh, Alan Lucart the third. He's from Corona. Joe Schubert is from Monterey. Fifth row, number 93, Jorge Diaz from Walnut, California. On the uh, outside of the uh, fifth row is Bill Nelson from Corona. Fourth row, Wesley Molno in a 65 car from uh, Glendora. And next to him, Mark Higginbotham, the car number 30 from Federal Way, Washington. Uh, the third row is going to be Ryan Gutiel in the 116 car. He is from uh, Madera. Next to him, Alan Lucart the fourth in the seven car from Corona. Moving up to the uh, second row, David and Austin Varco. David's in the 98 car. Austin's in the 121 car. They're both from Benita. Not quite sure what the relationship is. I'm not sure if it's brothers or father-son, but we'll find that out and hopefully tell you about that tomorrow. Your front row, Evan Jacobs is your pole sitter. He is the number 35 car from Encino. And next to him, Clement Lee. He's always up front or often up front. He is from San Diego, California. He is in the 33 car. We're getting ready for our final race of the day here. We're chasing sunlight, or in this case, darkness, because there is no sunlight today. Uh, sunset is supposed to be at 5.09 tonight. This race is set, set to end at 5.05, so this should be fun to watch. Here comes our Miatas heading down towards turn four, turn one. There are seven, eight cars all bunched together. Let's see if this works. And I look to see, and it looks like most of them made it through. I'm not exactly sure how that happened. There were literally seven, eight cars in the front two rows as they were trying to get sorted out to head into that first corner. That was pretty remarkable, folks, I got to tell you. I had lots of confidence, then I had no confidence, and then I had confidence again as I watched them do that. What a fantastic set of driving circumstances for those front two, well, front two rows of four cars each. I'm not quite sure how they funneled on and made that happen. All right, now we're starting to string out nose to tail. Oh, the front two cars have already got an eight or ten car length lead. That is not good news for the rest of the pack if they pull away early. Everything about racing Miatas has to do with the draft and momentum. If you can keep the draft, if you can hang on to that front draft, then you're fine. The minute that front draft starts to break away, that is trouble with a capital T. 
This is an 18-minute race. We've had to compress the schedule because of weather today. Usually these are much longer. I don't even remember what the original schedule was. We were supposed to have 25-minute races today, but Mother Nature decided, no, no, I don't want 25-minute races. We're going to do 18. Mother Nature always seems to win. She's, she's the biggest race winner in the club's history, I believe. So she got her way again today. Anyway, having fun as much as we can. want to remind everybody that we're going to do a celebration lap in memory of uh, Victor Hurtfeeder right after this race today. So anybody who would like to take part in that uh, memorial lap, you should be heading to the grid right now. Uh, we're ready for anybody who wants to take their streetcar out, I suppose, or their race car out, but for this last uh, memorial lap in honor of Victor. He's a longtime member, a much-loved member of the club, uh, he uh, took his final checkered flag either late last year or in the last couple of weeks, but we are going to miss him dearly. If you would like to take part in that uh, memorial lap for Victor, now would be the time to head to the grid, and uh, we will be getting that lap off right after the final checkered flag of the day. So if you're interested in taking part, please head to the grid now. Uh, we'll get you all lined up, and that car will be one lap following the pace car here. All right, back to the racing action here. We are about five minutes into our final lap, uh, final race of the weekend. Clement Lee is your race leader. He's got a three-tenths of a second lead over Evan Jacobs. And then a second and a half back is Austin Varco. Following him is Robert Edmison and uh, Ryan Cotillo. So here's the situation. That third, fourth, and fifth place cars, they're kind of a pack. They need to work together to reattach themselves to the back of the Clement Lee Evan Jacobs pack. If that doesn't happen quickly, your front two cars are going to start to pull away, and that's what they're hoping for. They want to break away from this field so that it's just those two cars racing on the last lap of this race. Austin Varco, Ebison, and Gutiel, they need to say, no, no, that's not how this is going to work. They need to work together. They're kind of a pack already. They need to push themselves to get linked up with those front two cars. If they don't do that, it's going to be lights out. Clement Lee, Evan Jacobs, they're going to take this thing to the end, and then it'll be just two drivers trying to figure out who's going to win this race. If that doesn't happen, if those three cars can't link up together, uh, it's going to be really tough going to catch those cars without some help. And we'll just have to wait and see what happens. Same thing happened now. Three, four, five, six. 
those cars are spreading out. That is not good news, folks. Well, it's not good news unless you're Clement Lee and Evan Jacobs. If you're Clement Lee and Evan Jacobs, you're like, hooray, hooray, keep doing your thing. Uh, but right now, that is what needs to happen. If those four cars have any thoughts of being there at the end to be part of the decision here, those cars need to hook back together and work their way to the back of the 35 car. Time will only tell, and unfortunately, in an 18-minute race, time is not something any of these drivers have. If you look at Lee and Jacobs, they're doing exactly what they need to do. Nose to tail, they're not trying to pass each other, they're not fighting for position, they're just working together, and every lap they're trying to pull away a little bit more from that third place car. All right, we're now hearing car 65 spun at the end of the front straight. That's Wesley Molno. He had apparently lost a wheel. That's probably a fatal situation as far as the car goes. Uh, good to know he's fine. Uh, but uh, a through-wheeled Mazda is not the fast way around Button Willow, folks. So it looks as though we're going to have to send out someone to pluck him off the side of the racetrack there. That car is completely off the track, which is good news. So there's Clement Lee, Evan Jacobs. They are right there. I'll give Austin Varco some credit. He is hanging in there. He's only 1.2 seconds back. That is just within striking distance of getting involved with that first two cars. So that's what we're looking at now. Can Austin Varco by himself get together and hook up with that 33 and 35 car? He is right at the edge of being able to make that happen, so we're going to keep an eye on that. Yeah, this still has the potential to be really fun to watch, even if... Varco can't catch right now Clement Lee and Evan Jacobs. Like I said, they're just doing what they need to do. Working together, keeping the draft going, trying to pull away. Austin Varco's not liking that situation, but he's doing a good job of trying to stick in there. <clears throat> he could catch up without any question. We're not quite, or we're just getting to the halfway point. Uh, not a lot of time in this race, which means not a lot of time to make it all happen. But at 1.2 seconds back, not a big problem here, but there's not a lot of time. Right now, Austin Varco has one lap, really, to get to the point where they can hook up, and then he'll have another lap to probably figure out what he wants to do, and then he'll have one or two laps to get it done. So it is really time now. It is go time here in this last race of the day for the 121 car, Austin Varco. Varco from Bonita, California trying to get in the mix here. Otherwise, Clement Lee and Evan Jacobs, they're just going to do their thing, my guess, till the last lap. All right, right now, those three cars are literally seven-tenths of a second apart. So Varco's doing their part, his part to get there. They're one, two, three, and right now, Varco's caught the draft, no question. Now the question is, can those three cars pull away? Does Austin Varco have anything left in the tank? Does he have any tires left on that car? for these last few laps of the race.
As is often the case, there's a lot of excitement brewing in these spec Miata Miata races. These cars are fun to watch, fun to drive. Right now, it's right there. It looks as though we're going to have three black Mazdas all trying to come together. Now it looks like Evan Jacobs has said, enough of this. I want to take the lead. He takes the lead going into Riverside. But Clement Lee doesn't want to give it up. So now they're side by side. This is the best thing that could happen to Austin Varco. Those two guys fighting break the draft. That gives Varco the chance to come up and, and get right there. It also gives them a chance if Clement Lee and Evan Jacobs get together. That opens the door for Austin Varco to drive on by. And there's six seconds back to fourth place. So a big stuff going on here with eight, uh, eight minutes to go or so, maybe seven and a half minutes to go in this race. That's maybe three three laps tops. Three laps tops to go. Three cars covered by seven tenths of a second, eight tenths of a second. Don't go away. If you are like pointing towards the exit right now, stop the car, get close to a fence, and watch this thing, watch this thing come together. Waiting to see our leaders, and we are losing light here fast, folks. It is no doubt that we could not have gone any later in the day than we are now. Here comes your leaders, one, two, three. First place car, still Clement Lee. Evan Jacobs second, Austin Varco third. Three tenths of a second, cover first to third right now. Possibly three, four laps to go. Two cars side by side, Lee and Jacobs coming out of the first corner. Those three cars still right there together as they head through turn three. Well, it's not turn three, but that's what I call it. It's actually the off-ramp. There they are still together. It's interesting, we're seeing brake lights really bright right now because we are so dark out, we don't normally get to see those brake lights as much when it's bright daylight. So that's kind of a new feature we're seeing here. Here are our leaders now, the front two cars, Jacobs and Lee side by side going through the dog leg. Who is gonna have the intestinal fortitude to keep the foot on the pedal just a little bit longer? Looks like Lee's on the outside. It's sadly just too dark for me to tell at this point, but those three cars still right there. I suspect after this lap, we're gonna get the two to go here, so. I think once we complete this lap, we'll be two to go. Lee, Jacobs, Varco, one, two, three, three tenths of a second separating them. Big kudos to Austin Varco for being able to bridge that gap to get in touch with these leaders. He could be the big benefactor here as we get into the final laps. Here comes our leaders, one and two and three. Lee, Jacobs, Varco, no change in position at this moment, but they are all right there. Varco looks like he wants to get into this and get himself into second place. He's gotta know though, that winning from third place on the final lap, unless first and second come together is really unlikely. So, in my opinion, after watching a lot of these Mazda races come together, the best place to be on this final lap is second place. 
That's where Varco wants to be right now. Or third place isn't a problem if the first two cars come together. It's just a tough dance to do here. Lee and Jacobs one and two. Varco hanging back just a little bit. Going into the dogleg again. Let's see if they try to make a pass or if they just think they're far enough ahead to leave the third place car behind. We are on our second to last lap. Our starter has the white flag in line in hand. Next time by, these three cars are gonna have are gonna have 2.6 miles to decide the winner of this first race. Minute, two minutes tops. Here's what's about to happen. These cars are coming through here. Austin Varco is going to try to hook up here in the last part of this last lap, so he's right there next to them. It is just going to be a shootout as darkness falls here at Buttonwillow. All right, here comes your leaders. One, two, three, coming through the second to la the last corner for the second to last time. They are side by side. The white flag is in the hand of the starter. They are coming down right now. It is Clement Lee, Evan Jacobs, Austin Varco. All right, we're on our final lap. Our leaders now heading through the off-ramp. They've got about eight corners left in this race. First and second, nose to tail. Austin Varco's trying to catch back up here to make one final push for the end of the race. Here comes our leaders. They are pretty much nose to tail right now. First, second, third, all right there. Side by side through the dog lake, heading down towards Riverside for the final time. Darkness setting in. First two cars still side by side. Austin Varco in third, just waiting to see if there's any room for him to sneak through. It is just no way to tell how this is gonna end. Heading up towards Phil Hill. Our leader's still one, two, three, very, very close, heading towards the final sweeper for the final time on this race. We're gonna know the end of this in about 40 seconds, folks. Three corners to go. Coming through the S's for the final time. Your leaders are one, two, three, nose to tail. One final chance to make a move. Austin Varco could be the beneficiary if anything happens up front. Here they come down to the line. Who is gonna win this race? It was Lee Jacobs Varcos. Lee Jacobs Varcos, what's it gonna be? It's gonna be Lee Jacobs Varcos. What a finish. Woo! <laughs> what a great final five laps of this race. Here is our full field rundown here. 
Your first place car, Clement Lee. Your podium, Clement Lee, Evan Jacobs, and Austin Varco. What a great finish. Fourth place, Ryan Gutillo. Fifth place, Robert Edmison. Sixth place, Alan Lucart the fourth. Seventh place, David Varco. Eighth was Jorge Diaz, followed by Bill Nelson, Fergus Fein, Alan Lucart the third. Joe Schubert was twelfth. And Wesley Molno and Mark Higginbotham were thirteenth and fourteenth. This Cal Club Region SECA Majors Race was a presentation of the Racing Wire Podcast Network and Rule 15 Productions. If you would like to have your races broadcast on the Racing Wire Podcast Network, send an email to raceannouncerbrian at gmail.com.